And that was the Wireless World pregame show. I'm joined by Kyle Achterhoff. My name's Mike Biker as we get set for football this afternoon between the Hastings Broncos and the Dort Defenders. And uh, Kyle, a... Uh, a beautiful day, first of all, and we've gotten we've gotten spoiled a little bit. But a, a playing a team, the Hastings Broncos, when the schedule came out early in the year, you thought, okay, this might be a little bit of a breather before you face Midland at the end of the year. While well, Hastings, uh, they have shown that you can get things turned around rather quickly, and they have from last year. Yeah, just a total cultural change uh, at Hastings, uh, and sometimes that's all it takes, right? It's just just a new face. And, and Matt Franzen, Coach Franzen's a, a very experienced coach, been doing it a long time, was at Doan for a number of years. I think he's a Doan grad, but uh, has coached at Hastings before and took a little time off and got back into the head coaching ranks. And, um, yeah, just kind of changed the attitude and the culture at Hastings. And, and he has a group of players that have bought into what they're doing as a coaching staff, and uh, they're really coming around. He's an interesting story in that he moved into administration and he said, you know what, I miss coaching. He, 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 he was very open about the fact uh, the, the year after he came, he came back was he said, I just don't have the imp- I don't feel I have the impact on students directly that I had when I was coaching. And he looked to get back into it and had stayed within the conference. So a little bit of an odd move, but at the same time, it was something that he felt was the right time and the right place. Yeah, it's, part of it is, is just discerning where God has gifted you, right? And I think with Matt, um, he found out that he had the most direct impact on young young men when he was, you know, in their face, you know, on the sideline, uh, having that direct contact. Um, you know, administration uh, and that move to administration, he, and he was a very good administrator too. Um, yeah, it was just change and a change that he couldn't grow into. And, and so I think he went back to his roots and figured out what he loved to do. And, uh, and it's showing with, uh, it, it is really showing with his staff and with this Hastings football team, they bought in and they, they love the way he's leading them in the direction they're going. I'm going to also say this, and you and I have been around the conference a while. This is, and uh, this dates back to the old Nebraska, Iowa athletic conference days. This to me is a program that has a proud history. You don't know it for the last several years, but that's a sleeping giant as far as I'm concerned. Oh, absolutely. I mean, fantastic facilities. Um, you know, they have some financial backing. Uh, Tom Osborne, the legendary coach at Nebraska, is a Hastings alum. Tom's son is a Hastings alum. Um, they've had guys in the NFL and and. Yeah, they could get really get things going in a hurry there. Tompkins on the return. He's to the 10, to the 20, to the 30, to the 35. Runs over a tackler, and he's out to the 39-yard line. And Chase Tompkins picking up right where he left off last week. He made an impact last week and a great return as the defenders will have it first down and 10 at their own 38-yard line. First down and 10 for the defenders. They're at their own 38-yard line. And the defenders... Uh, they shook things up a little bit last week in terms of lining people up in different spots. Uh, they're going to start with Cade McDaniel at quarterback. You've got Chase Tompkins on the field at a wing. He goes into motion. Now they'll get a play in from the sideline. Eight seconds on the play clock. Hopefully they realize four. 
Now three and two, and they get it off just as the clock hits zero. Going to run option to the near side. McDaniel with it, and McDaniel picks up five yards on the play. It's second down and five. Second and five for the defenders as they begin with option. In the backfield along with Cade McDaniel is Brendan Piper. Always wait to see who that tailback is going to be. It's Brendan Piper to start with today. They hand it off to Brendan. Brendan, the ball carrier, and Brendan picks up three yards on the play. It's going to be third down and relatively short at the 45-yard line. Third down and three. Third down and three for the defenders. Dort starting with their ground attack. This Hastings team, the strength of their defense is the rushing defense. They're very happy with how their front three have played so far this year. Hayden Large motioning. They throw a screen pass intended for Tompkins. Overshoots him to the far side. Sets up fourth down and three. And the defenders will punt. Uh, the Dort goes to the uh, goes to the air on third down and uh, looked like it might have been the right play call. Just missed on the execution. Yeah, it looked pretty pretty well blocked out on the perimeter. I think if, if we'd have been able to get to the pass completed, uh, we would have converted on that third down. Fourth down and three. Blade Coons on to punt. Blade hovering around 40 yards per punt. And he puts the left foot into it, spirals it towards Garrett Ash. Ash will let it bounce inside the five. He picks it up at the three. He's going to run it back. He's got the edge. He's to the 20, to the 30. Blade Coons trying to slow him up. He does isn't able to, and a punt return, and Garrett Ash steps out of bounds at the 31-yard line. Fortunately, Ash unable to walk the tightrope on the far sideline and steps out of bounds at the 32. Otherwise, it's six for Hastings. Yeah, it really should have been. Um, no reason for him to even get that close to the sideline. Sometimes you just lose track of yourselves and where you're at on the field. Um, yeah, we got just enough push there, uh, and then he lost his balance a little bit and stepped out of bounds, and now hopefully the defender defense can uh, – take advantage of the fact that he wasn't able to stay inbound and score. First down and 10, John Zamora empties out the backfield. You're going to see a lot of this from the Hastings Broncos. They don't go to the run game a lot. Back to pass Zamora. Zamora looking over the middle. Pass is tipped into the air. Incomplete on the coverage for the defenders is Abe Stace. That'll set up second down and 10. And I have a feeling that uh, we might see this might end up being similar to the game that I saw in Concordia where the pass defense is going to be sorely tested throughout the course of this game. Yeah, and... Uh you know, really throughout the season, in terms of the numbers, Hastings has been fairly balanced, but uh, they're definitely relying on their pass game a little bit more, and we might see a lot more of it today. Second down and 10, swing pass over the near side. Brett Simonson, Simonson, the ball carrier up the sideline, and he gets back to the line of scrimmage, picks up maybe five yards on the play. It's going to be second down, I beg your pardon, third down and four. So third and five, they're going to move the marker back just a bit. Third down and five, we will call it. In effect, a long pass play. That's all, or I'm sorry, a, a pass to set as a run play. Right. And Zamora up to the line of scrimmage. 15 seconds on the play clock. Just underway, 0-0 hour score. Hastings threatening virtue of that punt return. They hand it off to Simonson, and Simonson nothing there. And the run defense, good penetration that time by Ian McDonald. That'll set up fourth down and long. And the Broncos in no man's land here, facing fourth and five. This would be a plus 40-yard field goal on a day with no wind. 
It looks like they're going to go for it there. The offense is still on the field. Yeah, I believe their kicker has a long of mid-30s. 36, yep. Yeah, so this would be definitely stretching his limits, I think, and uh, Coach Branson wants to keep this drive going for the Hastings offense. Fourth down and five, back to pass is Zamora. Zamora under pressure, and he's brought down. He looked right, and the Dort defenders were able to break through and get the sack. Pressure applied by Drew Dom, Sam Andrews there as well. And the Dort defense comes up with a stop, and they'll have it first and 10 at the 34-yard line. Good pressure right up the middle. Yeah, great job of penetration and uh, by the front four getting pressure. And really nowhere uh, for the quarterback to run, scramble by any time. Great job of compressing the pocket and getting the sack. First down and 10 for the defenders at their own 34-yard line. Had some success on the ground on their first few plays and then went to the air on third down and missed. McDaniel back to pass. He's going to throw it up for Eli Bolden, and Bolden unable to get inside position, holding his ground for the Hastings Broncos. Blake Vaughn on the coverage did a nice job of holding his ground, basically boxed Eli Bolden out and didn't give him a path to the football. Yeah, and we've seen it the last couple weeks. Uh, Dort taking deep shots down the field, uh, looking for completions, obviously, but if not that, getting a pass interference. First down, uh, pardon me, second down and 10, handoff. And uh, this is Nick Wellen, I believe, on the carry. Nick Wellen picks himself up, picks up, uh, gains seven yards on the play. It's going to bring up third down and three. Yeah, very manageable third down situation now for the defenders. Uh, really keeping that playbook wide open. They can go to the pass, short pass game, uh, or look to run the ball again. Third down and three for the defenders. Rolling left and running the option is McDaniel. He's got the first down. He's out to the 46-yard line. And the Dort defenders move the chains. First first down of the afternoon for either team out to the 46-yard line. Yeah, and you've seen that from a number of defenses here recently, really f it, with Dort's run offense and running the option. A lot of defenses are forcing the quarterback, forcing McDaniel to keep the ball. Um, look for probably some different blocking schemes okay. by Dort just to try to get the ball out to the pitch eventually here today. So McDaniel running back to his left. He's got Connor Dodd on the field as Dort rotates their running backs. McDaniel keeps it himself midfield and steps out of bounds at the 47-yard line. Maybe could have picked up, picked up an extra yard or two. Says this is a first down play. We picked up seven. That's enough. Yeah, and, and you want to see that from your quarterback who, you know, at least looking at how Hastings is defending their option, he's going to have a number of carries today. Um, so keep yourself healthy. Don't take any unnecessary shots. Second down and three. Know the situation. Handoff. Anthony Trojan. Trojan, the ball carrier, low to the ground. Breaks the tackle. He's to the 30. 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Anthony Trojan, touchdown. I love to see that from your senior running back on senior day, uh, making a big play here early in the contest. Piper had a carry so far. Wellen. Wellen. Trojan. Dodd was out there. Didn't get the ball. Uh, rotate and even early in the game a few different looks and a few different styles and that time Anthony Trojan able to break one. Fulton Gunderson on to attempt the point after try with 10.33 left to play in the first quarter. 
Picking it up out of the turf is Blade Coons. It's up and through, and the Dort defenders are on the board first, 7-0. We'll be back with more on KIHK and the Dort Media Network in one minute. Kickoff taken by the Hastings Broncos and another good return by the Broncos. Dort sits a foot race down the sideline. I'm looking for flags. There are none and a kick return for a touchdown. And Kyle, we said right afterwards, uh, after the touchdown, what a momentum shift. And Antoine Murphy, a momentum shift back to the Hastings Broncos. And that's the second week in a row we've seen a kick return for a touchdown. And that becomes a little that that turn that's troubling. That that's that's a concerning thing here, Mike. Um, a trend over the last couple of weeks, and and coverage just not staying in their lanes, creating a seam, and 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 ultimately not getting to the ball. Right, and uh, second kick return in two weeks. Um, yeah, it swings that momentum back. Uh, towards Hastings now. Jason Bockle on the point after try. Bockle 26 of 27 this season on point after tries and the Dort defenders now tied with the Hastings Broncos 7 to 7. Uh, we're going to keep it right here simply because they aren't taking a lot of time it seems after scores and kick uh, getting to the kickoff so we'll keep it right here and tell you that uh, Today's pregame and postgame shows are brought to you by Wireless World, your local Verizon authorized retailer with seven locations in northwest Iowa. Visit them at wirelessworld.com. So if you're just joining us, you've seen all the action, Anthony, or you've heard all the action. Anthony Trojan, a run that capped a 66-yard drive. And answering back, Antoine Murphy with a kick return for a score. And the Broncos have tied it at 7-7, seven to seven and uh, you can't relax in this game. And uh, we talked last week about, are we going to keep having kick kickoffs? When, <laughs> when are we going to start just giving it to teams at the 30 or, and calling it good? And that's a big reason why people don't want to see that rule implemented. Yeah, exciting play in the game. You know, uh, fun things can happen on kickoff. Obviously, the talk is the, the, the risk factor and the uh, high-speed collisions on kickoffs, but... Um, yeah, it also makes for a fun ball game. Nick Wellen on the return. Good field position to the 34-yard line. A high and shallow kick. And the Dort defenders will have it. First down and 10 at their own 35-yard line, 34-yard line. And let's see if the defender offense uh, just felt like they stepped off of the field with a 7-0 lean because they did. And it's now 7-7. Anthony Trojan back on, I believe, at running back for the defenders. McDaniel, the quarterback. McDaniel hands it off, and Anthony with it to the 40, and almost a first down. And Anthony Trojan last year against the Hastings Broncos ran for over 100 yards, and for some reason, uh, Anthony Trojan, he'd love to have uh, Hastings on the schedule every week the way it looks. Yeah, he's... he's yeah, traditionally just played really well against this Hastings squad. De the Hastings defense different than a year ago, different front, different scheme, uh, but not slowing Trojan down so far today. Handoff to Trojan up the middle, and Anthony Trojan picks up two yards on the play. It's going to be second down and eight, and now you see the chess game begin that Hastings might be adjusting things on defense and see if Dort's able to probe and maybe go away from that 
running game in between the tackles. They've had success there recently. Second down and eight. Seven to seven hour score. Caden McDaniel, the sophomore quarterback, coming off a player of the week performance last week in the win over the Jamestown Jimmies. Seven to seven hour score. 9-12 left to play in the first quarter. Handoff Trojan, Trojan two near midfield. Maybe picks up three on the play. It's going to be third down, and it looks like a long five. So third and five for the defenders. Third down and long. Dort needs the Hastings 45-yard line. Hastings in their white jerseys, white pants, red numbers and lettering. And the red helmets with the horseshoe on the side. Handoff and the carry. This is Trojan, Trojan, and Trojan forward progress to about the 47-yard line, and that's going to set up fourth down and short. You see something? Yeah, yeah I think if I think Anthony's going to watch film there on that play and, and see that maybe if he kept it inside a little bit tighter, followed his full pulling offensive lineman, uh, he might have at least gotten the first down, maybe even a bigger play. So I think that's a play that you'll see the, the defender offense go back to again later today. Fourth down and two. Dort's going to go for it at the 47. Long snap count. They fake the handoff, keeping it. It's McDaniel. He's got the first down and then some. He's to the 35, lowers his head to the 30, inside the 30, down to the 27-yard line. Pretty good downfield blocking that time by the receivers. Yeah, and th th this receiver unit for the defenders, they do a great job, and they've done it all year. Great job of, of converting into blockers downfield and just staying on people, putting body on body, uh, getting those extra yards for the ball carrier. Uh, nice job there by McDaniel, just uh, getting positive yards and not taking a huge hit um, and picking up a vital first down. First down and 10 at the 28-yard line. McDaniel rolls left, throws back over the middle, has large Large inside the five and dragged down from behind by Caden Egger and the Dort defenders inside the five and knocking on the doorstep. And doing a really good job of mixing it up. You know, we talked about them pounding it inside and having some success, but also not the greatest success. But what it does is it sets up the other parts of the run game and opens things up in the pass game as well. Connor Knopf lining up in the slot now. Eli Bolden to the left, Jaden Heisman to the right. They go for the run up the middle, and Brendan Piper is into the end zone. Touchdown defenders. Touchdown three of the season for Brendan Piper. And the Dort offense reestablishes themselves, converting on fourth down and two. And I don't want to speak too much here, but they look pretty comfortable on offense right now doing what they need to. Yeah, and again, doing a nice job of mixing things up. Not throwing it a lot, but um, at the right time and big plays, obviously that long completion of large, uh, an important play on this drive. Fulton Gunderson splits the uprights. It's 14-7. to We'll take a one-minute break. Be back with a kickoff right after this. Now...
Jordan Van Veldhuizen with the kickoff, and I breathe a sigh of relief as the return man is ushered to the sideline. I believe that was uh, Antoine Murphy again, and it's first down and 10 for the Broncos at their own 28-yard line. First down and 10 for the Broncos, John Zamora. Hastings offense, one series thus far. They scored on a kick return. They had great field position with a punt return. Hand off to Simonson. Simonson, the ball carrier, and Simonson dragged down from behind. And uh, pretty active on defense. That's Ian McDonald again, the linebacker, coming up to make the tackle. Yeah, McDonald does a great job of playing off the block. Uh, you know, Hastings had a player assigned to him, and he played off the block and made a good tackle. Uh, only allowing a two or three yard gain. Gain of three on the play. It'll be second down and seven. Simonson in the backfield. Zamora is the quarterback to the near side. You've got Ethan Wilborn, the wide receivers. Three receivers set to the left, one in motion. That's Jayshon Wright. Back to pass is Zamora. Feels pressure. Throws it to Simonson, and he is buried by Abe Stays. Abe Stays, the safety. Coming up, and Abe, a two-yard loss on the play, and Abe, uh, I'm going to lobby here if he's got to be considered an all-great Plains Athletic Conference performer this year, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. He's had a fantastic year and did a great job of sniffing out that screen play. Uh, Hastings doing a little bit of misdirection, trying to get the flow one direction and, and throw the screen backside. And, uh, Stays does a great job of staying at home, finding his man, and making the open field tackle. Zamora facing third down and nine. Three receivers set to the right. Simonson in the backfield, picks up a blocker. He's under pressure. Jessup Leakey blocks his line of vision and coming up to make the sack. I believe that's Tyler Wieringa. Tyler Wieringa and Drew Dom on the quarterback sack, and the defenders force a punt. Well, Jessup Leakey blocked out the sun there as Zamora was looking to make the pass, and he had to bring it back down, and by then the pocket had completely collapsed. Yeah, one disadvantage of, of having a quarterback that's not real tall, you know, 5'6", five, 5'8", five, um, couldn't see over the defensive line, and got the uh, pressure was able to get there. Bockle on the punt. That is a 32-yard punt. And the Dort defenders will take over first down and 10, make it a 33-yard punt. They'll take over at their own 38-yard line. Dort leading 14-7. Well, the defense has come to play today the way it looks. They have, and uh, doing a great job. I know Coach Penner, the defensive staff as well, concerned about this Hastings wide receiver unit. Uh, a lot of speed and good athleticism out of them, and so far... Doing a great job shutting down the pass game. 5:01 left to play first quarter. Dort leading 14-7. Fake the inside handoff. Pitch it over to Tompkins. Tompkins on the run. 40, 45, and 48-yard line. And that's a 10-yard pickup on the play for Chase Tompkins. Tompkins bobbled it momentarily, but able to bring it back in. And uh, first down and 10 for the defenders at their own 48. I'm guessing Tompkins was the type of player in high school that didn't leave the field a whole lot. Your, your <laughs> no, high school coaching your high school coaching staff would find a lot of things for him to do. Hand off to Anthony Trojan. Trojan picks up four yards on the play. It'll be second down and six. Second down and six. Anthony Trojan on the carry. Dort playing with a lot of energy here early on. Crowd bringing a lot of energy on a great day for football. Hand off up the middle and... That's Trojan on the carry to the 45-yard line. Sets up third down and three. Dort in all likelihood here to 
Four down territory. They showed that on their first drive, and if they don't have a loss here on this play, I'm guessing they're going for it. So that changes your play call options. Cade McDaniel. Two receivers to the right, nobody to the left. Fake the handoff. He's going to pitch it. Right side, this is Wellen. Wellen with a head full of steam. Downhill, 35-30. 25-20, 15-10-5. Touchdown, defenders. Nick Wellen with the touchdown run and the Dort defenders on the board again, 20-7. And the Dort offense right now clicking and... Uh, I don't know if this is just spillover from the last two weeks or building or it's the specific game, but my goodness, they are clicking today after that first series. Yeah, playing with a lot of confidence. And obviously the players have to go out and execute. But right there, and that was the second time on that drive where Dort was able to get the ball out to the pitch uh, back. Uh, first Tompkins, and then on that play. Um, Wellen. Yeah, and it was just an opportunity and great scheming. Uh, a great job of scheming by Coach Penner and the offensive staff looking for ways to get the ball into your playmaker's hands in different situations, not force McDaniel to have to carry the ball all game long, and uh, running backs are making some plays. Nick Wellen from Brush, Colorado on that carry, and Nick's going to help his 5.0 yards per carry average with that touchdown run. And the Dort defenders cap the 62-yard drive of the big play on third down and three. So Dort leading 21-7. And Jordan Van Veldhuizen on for the kickoff. And, boy, at this rate, we're going to have a lot of possessions in this ballgame. We're already, that was Dort's fourth possession. And uh, we've got 3.46 left to go here in the first quarter. 21-7 defenders leading. Van Veldhuizen, the freshman, from Larchwood, Iowa. And he will put his foot into it for the Dort University defenders. End over end kick. And it's taken by Murphy. Murphy at the 25-yard line. And not much there for Murphy. Murphy stopped at the 21-yard line. And it's first down and 10 for the Broncos. Deep in their own territory at their own 21-yard line. Yeah, much better job on the uh, kick coverage there. Actually, the last two have been pretty solid. Uh, switching things up, uh, the kick before going a little bit shorter, higher short kick. Uh, this one trying to drive it deep and good coverage. Zamora, the quarterback. Zamora back to pass. Zamora is going to take a shot over the top. Huttinga's there, and he was coming back, and Grant Hicks and times it out perfectly, knocks it away. On the pass attempt for Garrett Esch as they take a shot down the field, and the defenders look like that safety playing a little deeper today than we've seen in other games. Yeah, you know, with with Hastings really relying on the pass game and having big play receivers uh, at their disposal, uh, you're going to see this Dort secondary challenged, uh, and right now I'm sure the coaches are saying just don't give up big plays. Zamora hands it off Simonson, Simonson, and... Abe stays, sees it, darts to the outside, pushes him back to the middle where he's got help, and it's a three-yard pickup on the plate. Sets up third down and seven. Third and seven with 3.20 remaining. First quarter of play, Dort leading 21 to seven. So third down and seven, football at their own 24-yard line. Defenders in their black jerseys, black pants, 
gold numbers and gold piping on the sideline. Zamora in the shotgun. Zamora back to pass. Zamora looking over the middle. Pass is complete, and that's going to be short of the first down. Grant Hickson plays it nicely. Ren Allen on the receiving end of it, but Allen stopped well short of the first down, and that'll set up fourth down and five for the Broncos, and they're going to be forced to punt. Yeah, nice job by the defensive secondary. The linebackers getting into their zone drops, uh, knowing where the sticks were, forcing the underneath pass, and just uh, stepping up and making a tackle. Chase Tompkins back to receive the kick from Bockle. Line of scrimmage is the 26, and he shanks it off the side of his foot. Takes a bounce at midfield. It's touched by a Bronco player. It's touched by the Bronco player at the 46-yard line. I believe the officials they saw it. it. They threw the bean bag, and so it's going to be first down and 10 for the defenders. Nice field position at the 46-yard line. So about a 30-yard punt for Bockel and Dort with it near midfield. Yeah, good starting field position for an offense that, that they kind of have things going right now. Uh, feels like the a lot of confidence. Yeah, feels like the field is tipped right now, and. Let's see if the defenders can keep that rolling. Back onto the field will be Piper. Piper the running back. And we've got a whistle. Not sure if we had a substitution. And is it a question on the spot? Oh, near hash mark. Okay. Taking care of the details. Okay. Going to move it from the far hash mark or the east hash mark, if you're familiar with Open Space Park, to the near hash mark. That's in relation to us up in the press box on the Dort side of the field. McDaniel turns, fakes the handoff. He's going to roll right. He's going to take a shot, and he's going to overshoot his man. Eli Bolden, and uh, looked like there might have been miscommunication there, and that might be a situation, too, where Eli, they have the freedom to do something based on a read, and Quarterback sees something that the wide receiver sees differently. Yeah, and I think uh, McDaniel also felt the pressure. He did have a, a Hastings defensive lineman right in his face, and it might have just been one of those, you know, get rid of it, throw it away, uh, live for the next play. Cade McDaniel, the quarterback, fakes the handoff, is going to run option, pitches it over to Dodd, and we've got problems. Ball's on the floor, on the field, and it looks like Hastings got on top of it, and the Dort defense is... Going to have to come back onto the field as Dort loses it on the turnover. And uh, diving after it was McDaniel. He picks himself up, and he's going to jog off to the sideline. So that's good to see. But the defenders miss on a pitch play. First down and 10 for the Broncos at the Dort 39-yard line. Yeah, a little bit of that chess match there, Mike, where, where Dort was getting the ball out to the pitch quickly um, and, and winning um, on the perimeter blocks that time Hastings did a good job of getting pressure into the backfield um, and being at the pitch back uh, when the ball was there uh, causing the turnover. Under two minutes to go in the first quarter Hastings now with three running backs in the backfield taking a shot is Zamora and Zamora throws well no one within 10 yards of it and I think the wide receiver actually went out of bounds and tried to come back in and even if that is completed, it's going to be a penalty. So second down and 10 on the incomplete pass at the 39-yard line. 
cornerback on the near side, Aaron Van Hoffwagen. So it looks like Chip Casey still unable to go for the defenders. He pulled a hamstring about three weeks ago. Second down and ten. And they're going to run option themselves. Stretch handoff, give it off to Simonson, and Simonson nothing there. He loses four on the play. And that's going to bring up third down and 14. And the Dort defense fast to the ball. It's going to be third down and 14. Third and 14. So third down and 14, football at the Dort 44-yard line. Zamora empties the backfield. Three receivers to the right, two to the left. And Zamora back to pass. Dort sends three pass rushers is all. Zamora scrambling, has a man open at the 35-yard line, completed to the 32-yard line, but short of the first down. That's going to bring up fourth down on the completion to Simonson. Yeah, and you'll see Hastings going for it here on fourth down because... Uh, like you mentioned earlier, just kind of in that no man's land. Not worth punting it, not worth trying a long field goal. Uh, so they'll be going for it here on fourth and three. Curious if Dort brings an extra pass rusher here. Fourth down and three. They empty the backfield. Three down linemen. They send a fourth. Pass over the middle is complete, and that's going to be a first down. First down completion to Will Austin. So Austin, but we've got a flag on the far sideline at the 26-yard line. Hastings signaling that it's against the defenders. And because they didn't stop play, I'd assume that is correct. So they say offsides against Jessup Leakey. First down and 10 for the Broncos as they decline the penalty. It'll be first and 10 for the Broncos at the 26 with 26 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. Dort leading 21-7. Scored on three straight possessions. Were held to a three and out on their first possession and turned it over on their most recent possession leading to this drive for the Broncos. Back to passes Zamora. Zamora under pressure and Zamora nowhere to go. Zamora's forward progress. They're going to mark him at the 38-yard line. And Jessup Leakey and Drew Dom and et cetera, et cetera. Cooper Hidalgo all providing pressure for the defenders. Well, and, and you heard praise from Coach Franson in his uh, pregame interview uh, talking about this very good Dort defensive line, and they're showing up today with making some big plays in, in the Hastings backfield. That's the end of the first quarter, 21-7. Back with more from Open Space Park in one minute.
Welcome back to Open Space Park. Hastings with the football facing fourth down and long and great open field tackle that time by Abe Stace. Little or no gain on the play. They'll probably give him about two or three yards on it, but it's to the 35-yard line now. It's third down, and I'm going to call it 19. Third and 19. Yeah, and again, uh, that part of the field where Hastings is thinking, get part of this yeah. third on third down and, and go for it on fourth. Zamora sends a man in motion, back to passes, Zamora, Zamora under pressure, Zamora still under pressure, and he can't find anybody, and Sam Andrews says hello, and that's a loss on the play, back to the 41-yard line, and the Dort, well, they're getting pressure up front, but also on the backside, he had a little bit of time there, and the secondary not giving Zamora any lanes to throw through. Exactly right, Mike. Uh, very good coverage on the back end that time, that one... You can almost put in the book as a, a coverage sack. But, yeah, guys up front staying after it, keeping the pressure uh, on Zamora. 41-yard line, so a punt, and fair catch called for by Tompkins. He's hoping it bounces uh, inside into the end zone. It does not. It's fielded at the 4-yard line. So that ends up being a 37-yard punt by Bockle, and that is where Dort will start from first and 10, leading 21-7. to Well, the defense so far pitching a shutout. I know there are seven points up on the board, but seven points via kick return. Otherwise, the defense has slammed the door through one quarter of play. Yeah, now uh, offense with their back to the end zone here deep, going to have to make some positive plays to start this drive. Brendan Piper in the backfield. Nick Wellen on the field as well. He's lined up at that. Well, he's lining up now to the left side, that each back. The, if there is a tight end, that's what it is, basically. You got Hayden Large lining up as a wide receiver, more or less. Inside handoff, and not much there for Brendan Piper. That's going to bring up third, uh, second down. So second down and eight for the defenders at their own six-yard line. And sometimes these situations, you just really don't want something really bad to happen until you get a little breathing room. Exactly right, Mike. You want to try to gain some positive field position and at least uh, get it out from the end zone so your punter has an opportunity to win some field back. Another couple yards on the play for Piper. Brings up third down and six. It's going to be a long six. They need the they get to the 15-yard line. It's a first down. So, And the ball right now looks like shy of the nine. So we'll call it third down and six. So third down and six. Having some clock issues. Yeah, that's the way it sounded, play clock issue. Back to passes, McDaniel, McDaniel pass, complete, and going up for it in traffic and coming down. That's Eli, was that Eli Bolden or Hayden Large? Eli Bolden, Eli Bolden goes up in traffic and brings it down and gets a big catch for the defenders and a first down. Yeah, and I know people are, are not real excited about, you know, when you're deep in your own territory throwing the ball, but that's exactly what the, the defense is thinking too. Oh, they must want to run it to try to gain some yards and, and get some room for the punter, but uh, it can open up the pass game and made a nice play there. First down and 10. McDaniel's going to scramble. He's got some room, gives himself up at the 24-yard line, and it'll be a second down, so positive yardage as uh, not a designed run play, but McDaniel didn't see anything downfield that he liked, 
pocket was collapsing, got out, picked up four yards on the play. Second down and six for the defenders at their own 23-yard line. 11.45 left to play here in the first half. Dort leading 21-7. McDaniel looks to the right, sends a man in motion. That's Bolden. Hands it off, and the ball carrier up the middle, and that's a first down for the defenders. Nick yeah. Wellen on the re on the carry. Yeah, real good job of, of creating a seam inside. Uh, good job in the inside run game. Uh, guys up front creating some space, um, getting a lineman pulling up the hole and creating some space and getting the important first down. I think Patrick Tovar took two players out in that play. Handoff up the middle is Wellen. Wellen, the ball carrier, picks up another three. It's going to be second down and seven. And so far, the run game, the only time it's been a loss, well, they had the fumble on the pitch, but up the middle, they're picking up three yards at a crack. They're getting a nice push up front. Handoff, and as I say that, uh, that's defended pretty well by Hastings and plug in the middle for Hastings. That's Uday. Uday. Makes it third down and five. Yeah, but you, you, you can't abandon it, abandon things inside just because of, you know, two and three yard gains. Um, those are the type of plays that are going to create openings outside and in the pass game because it's holding those inside defensive linemen. Third down and five. McDaniel rolling right, flings it over to Bolden, and Bolden unable to bring it in near midfield. And uh, Chris Pates on the coverage. That's going to bring up fourth down and five. Door a little too deep in their own territory. Not going to go for it here. Send the punt team onto the field, and Blade Coons will come out and punt it away to the return man. That's Garrett Esch. And a lot of times on offense, you, you obviously want to end a drive with a score. But that was an important winning drive right there because won a lot of field position back. Now if the punt team does their part, uh, back up this Hastings offense, uh, let the defense continue to do, the, do their thing. Blade Coons punts it away. It's out of bounds at about the 34-yard line. Had some pressure, and Coons got it away. It'll be first down and 10 for the Broncos at their own 34-yard line. So the Broncos, after having Dort deep in their own territory, Dort picked up about 30 yards on that drive. And now it'll be first down and 10 for the Broncos at their own 40. John Zamora, three receivers set to the left. 10-10 remaining. Boy, that sun is bright. Hard to see that scoreboard. 10-10 remaining, first half. Never complain about the bright sunshine, though, on a November Saturday. Swing it out near side, and it's off of the hands, incomplete. And Will Austin looked to me like he took a peek up the field to see if anybody was coming, and that one was off of his fingertips, incomplete. Yeah, and I think he would have had a little bit of uh, running room had he caught it clean initially. And uh, But, yeah, you got to make plays, and uh, the defensive unit here for the defenders really stepping up. Second down and 10. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. Zamora has Simonson in the backfield with him. And he's going to run option. Pitches it over to Simonson. Simonson back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. Maybe picked up one yard on the play to the 41-yard line. It's going to be third down and nine. Third down and nine. Well, we had some trouble with the scoreboard, the uh, NAI scoreboard earlier today, but it looks like that is up and running. So 
We will hopefully get some scores to you. Midland at Northwestern. I'm curious how that one is going. And we'll check in on uh, Doan and Morningside, Concordia Briar Cliff, and Mount Marty and Dakota Wesleyan as well as the afternoon moves along. Third down and 10. Hastings with it at their own 40. Zamora empties the backfield. Hits off of his helmet. He's in trouble, and he's going to be brought down by Colton Vanderberg. Colton Vanderberg on the quarterback sack. A five-yard loss on the play for on the uh, play, and the Hastings is forced to punt once again. I don't know if – go ahead. It seems like every defensive lineman's getting getting in the act, right? They're all uh, – making plays in the backfield, and that's uh, that's awesome to see. Colton Vandenberg will be our halftime interview, and for those of you uh, new to the uh, Dort football program, Colton, he's fortunate to be able to be playing football. Stepped out of bounds, did Tompkins at the 40-yard line, and it'll be first down and 10 for the defenders. Uh, well, he actually stepped out at the 37-yard line. Uh, people forget that Colton actually, I believe, missed a semester of school. He was involved in a... Uh, uh, snowboarding accident, Christmas break of his freshman year, and he tore everything up in his shoulder. And uh, he talks a little bit about the rehab that it took to get back to this point. And uh, he's hoping to be get into physical therapy school when he graduates here in December. Cade McDaniel hands it off Wellen. Wellen bounces to the outside, and Nick Wellen. Stiff arm and forced out of bounds in Hastings territory at the 47-yard line. First down for the defenders. First and 10 for Dort at the 47-yard line. Nick Wellen on that carry. So first and 10 for the defenders. I believe Connor Dodd back in now at running back for the defenders. They hand it off to Dodd. Dodd with the good hand trying to get to the outside, racing to the edge, and gets about to the 45-yard line, maybe picks up two yards on the play, and that brings up second down and eight. And Connor, the speedster from Hartley, Iowa, and uh, he wants to get it to the outside and was able to turn up field. Just needs a little bit more of a sliver to work with there. Second down and eight. Second and eight, Dort with it at the 45-yard line of the Broncos. Handoff, Dodd again this time, stays inside, and Connor Dodd to the 30. He might go, and he stumbles. Yeah. Must the, the SC on the turf must be a little raised because he stumbles as he crosses that at the 25-yard line. Yeah, I think somebody just got his shoestrings, but again, great job blocking up front. Uh, Connor had two offensive linemen pulling in front of him, and he just stuck it in behind him, and was able to find the seam and just about took that one the distance. First down and 10 for the defenders at the 25-yard line. So first down and 10. McDaniel turns, fakes the handoff. Now he's going to keep it. He's in trouble, dives forward, loses a couple yards on the play. It's going to be second down and 12. Second down and 12 and uh, good containment that time by the Hastings defense, but Hastings defense, a couple of those linemen, they're coming up, but they've been out there a while here in the first half. Yeah, they're they're uh, starting to feel the effects of being on the field quite a bit. And, uh, yeah, this Dort offensive line unit is really getting after them and uh, putting a lot of pressure on this Hastings defensive unit. 
Second down and 12 for the defenders. A loss of two. Haven't been fit back behind the sticks often here this afternoon. Handoff, Wellen. And Wellen back to the original line of scrimmage, plus a yard for this series of down, a set of downs. And it brings up third down and nine, and Dort forced into a third and long for one of the first times here this afternoon. So third and nine, football at the 24. They need the 15 for a first down. Bolden to the near side. You got Hayden Large on the field as well. Going to go with a bunch formation. Two receivers, Jaden Heisman and Tompkins are to the far side. Thinking four down territory here for the defenders. Back to pass is McDaniel. McDaniel throws complete to Heisman. Jaden Heisman brought down beyond the sticks down at the 12-yard line, and that's a first down, and up in traffic, Jaden Heisman makes that grab. Yeah, and McDaniel really threaded the needle there, had a very small window to put that ball in, but Heisman making the grab and uh, picking up that first down. Uh, really important time in the game where if you make it another three-score ball game, uh, boy, that's going to put a lot of pressure on this offensive Hastings team that's uh, been struggling. Under six to play, handoff to Anthony Trojan, and Trojan beyond the 10 before he's driven backwards. They're going to give him forward progress to the eight, so that's a four-yard pickup on the play for Anthony Trojan, and that'll set up second down and six. Second and six for the defenders. This quarter moving a little more rapidly. Less scores, a little more ground attack for the defenders. Handoff, Trojan, Trojan weaving his way forward, and Anthony Trojan stopped just shy of the goal line. But that'll no. pick up a first down, Mike, so it'll be first and goal at the one. I like our chances. First <laughs> and goal at the one. Anthony Trojan. With that carry, and you had Jaden Heisman earlier, another senior playing in his final game for the defenders, making a big catch to extend the drive. Handoff Anthony Trojan. Trojan sidesteps the defensive player into the end zone. Touchdown defenders. And Dort out to a 28-27-7 lead. Getting ahead of myself. 27-7. Point after try on the way. And the Dort ground attack is back to what we've kind of felt it could be coming into this year. Right, and uh, yeah, it's kind of a strength on strength, right? The, the Dort rushing attack against uh, a Hastings defense that has been prior to today really good against the run, but Dort winning so far today. Fulton Gunderson on the point after try makes it 28 to 7. Dort with a three score lead. 436 left to play here in the first half. Back with more from Open Space Park in a minute.
Well, the Dort Defender football team coming up with a 28-7 lead thus far. Still four and a half left to go in the first half. 4.36 if you want to be precise. Jordan Van Veldhuizen short kick. Fair catch called for at the 24-yard line. And the juggling act by the return man. And that's one of those up men. Gunner Ogle. And Gunner, you always wonder about that. You call for the fair catch and you suddenly realize, uh, i got to make this play. And that one, that, one, that, one po- that one nearly popped out, but he comes back with it. First down and 10 for the Broncos at the 25. Yeah, good execution in the kick game, actually. Uh, put ball right there at the 25. Um, just as good as a touchback. First down and 10 for the Broncos at their own 25-yard line. And back to pass is Zamora. Zamora looks right, comes back to the left. Pass completed to the 29-yard line. And a short gain on the completion to Garrett Ash. And that's Bryce Christian on the tackle. He's going to set up second down and six. Second down and six for the Broncos at their own 29-yard line. They need the 35 for a first down. So Zamora has Simonson in the backfield. Where Dort runs four and five running backs. Simonson has carried the bulk of the load here so far this afternoon, and that's the case for the season. Zamora spins away from pressure, throws it down the field, has a man open, and he's hit as the ball arrives. Pass intended for Simonson, broken up by Dan Jungling coming over to make the play. Yeah, and a nice play by Jungling to get there. Uh, kind of a broken play. Looks like the quarterback's going to run with it, but he throws it at the last second and jungling was there to break up the break up the play third down and long now for the Broncos at their own 29 yard line so third down and six Zamora back to pass looking right throws it to Simonson Simonson coming out of the backfield overshoots him Lucas Hottinga is coming up fast from the safety position sets up fourth down and six and a punt coming for the defenders. Yeah, and the Dort defense is doing a great job of mixing in some blitz, uh, getting a lot of pressure on Zamora right there, forcing him to throw it much earlier than what he would have liked, uh, forcing the incomplete pass and and forcing Hastings to punt. So Hastings will be punting. This will be Bockle. And Bockle just gets it away. Tompkins takes it at the 34-yard line. He's to the 40 and lunges forward to the 42-yard line. And that is where Dort will take over first down and 10. First and 10 on the way for the defenders at their own 41-yard line. You hear about the cross-country teams today? Well, I heard the women won this morning. I hadn't seen the results for the men prior to... Men had the first four finishers. Uh, I'm assuming that they took home the GPAC championship as a team. And they had... All 10 of their runners in the top 16. <laughs> Nine of them earning all-conference honors. So uh, Nate Wolf will be coming home with a little hardware again and a couple of banners. And congratulations to both the men and the women, the cross-country teams. Handoff up the middle, Brendan Piper, and they move the pile another five yards. That's a nine-yard pickup on the way for Brendan Piper. And a, first, uh, a second down and one. Yeah, and you're seeing some fresh legs uh, in the running back position. A lot of... Different guys carrying the ball. Um, Trojan getting the bulk of it so far today, but 
a good mixture, and this Hastings defense been on the field a lot. Second down and one, handoff, and spinning away is Trojan. He's going to be stopped at the line of scrimmage. So didn't get much of a push up front that time, and that's third down and one. And that's one where, okay, as a coaching staff, I would imagine, or as an offensive coordinator, you look at it and you file that one away. Okay, they brought a lot of people. Where can we take advantage after that? Exactly, and, and yeah, you this is a college football team. You're playing a, a defense that has done really well against the run throughout the year. They're going to win some plays. They won that one. Let's see what we can do here on third down. Third down and two, and the handoff, and straight up the middle is Anthony Trojan. Trojan picks up six yards on the play, and with two and a half minutes left to go in the half, Dort is in Hastings territory at the 45-yard line. I've been trying to think of who Hastings' uniform reminds me of all afternoon, and it finally came to me. Indiana Hoosiers. Yeah, Zip you Burton. just uh, exchanged that, uh, that horseshoe, horseshoe for, for an eye. eye. Yep. Yeah. Back to pass is McDaniel. McDaniel throws it up for grabs, and the pass is batted up into the air, incomplete, and we've got a flag. Yeah. Flag thrown at the 22-yard line, point of, contact, or point of impact. Think that's going to be a pass interference? Well, if the back official saw kind of an arm wrapped around. Um, Got a flag down here, too. That might be his call. Uh, I thought with the ball being tipped that that might uh, offset it. Oh. Let's replay. No harm, no foul. Yep. I did not see the pass. I thought it was a nice play on the by the defense on the pa on the pa on the pass downfield. But yeah, I would agree with you, Mike. It didn't look like a lot of contact, but um, yeah, we'll take that one. Just replay the down, right? First down and ten. All you lose is a few seconds off of the clock. Two oh five left to play. First half. Dort leading twenty eight to seven. Cade McDaniel in the pistol. McDaniel looks to the sideline now. Nineteen seconds on the play clock. Nick Wellen to his left. Alex Heisman out of his crouch at the left tackle. Now Dort back to pass. It's complete over to Heisman. Heisman, Jaden to the 40-yard line down inside the 39-yard line, and that'll be first. Uh, it'll be second down and four. Yep, second down and four on the gain of six for the defenders. Yeah, and I, lo I love that play call. You get it out there quick. Nice, easy throw by McDaniel. Easy completion, good positive yards, win first down. Cade McDaniel in at quarterback. Got Connor Dodd behind him now. It's always the challenge of who's in at running back for the defenders. Hand off to Dodd. Dodd inside the tackles. Picks up a couple on the play. It's going to be third down and two. Third and two with 145 left to go. Dort has all three timeouts remaining, as does Hastings. So third and two for the defenders. They'll pick up the tempo here up to the line of scrimmage quickly. McDaniel looking. And he hands it off, and Dodd is going to be stopped right at the line of scrimmage, maybe picked up a yard. That's going to bring up fourth down. Fourth down, and it's going to be short. Clock running, 120 remaining here in the second quarter. Dort leading 28-7. Dodd checks out of the game. Back in is Anthony Trojan. Dort's going to go for it here, fourth down and two. And they don't necessarily have to rush this, Mike. Fourth down and two, handoff, and it's a first down for the defenders. Now That's the clock stops, and you have time to, to reset, get on the ball, 
Now you pick up your tempo here. Nick Wellen with a first down for the defenders. 54 seconds and counting. First half, Dort leading. They've got it at the 32-yard line. All three timeouts remaining. Back to pass is McDaniel. McDaniel looking to the right. He's zoned in on the right side. He's going to throw it away. Scrambling out of the pocket. Throws it away downfield. It'll be second down and 10 of the clock stops with Dort still at the 32-yard line. Second down and 10. Yeah, and now, Mike, you have all those timeouts in your pocket so you can really attack any, any part of the field because you have the luxury of using a timeout if you don't get out of bounds or pick up a first down. You're asking what is Fulton Gunderson's range? I'd say about 40 yards is realistic. Back to pass is McDaniel. McDaniel, they send a blitz. McDaniel tucks it away, and Dort loses four on the play. It's going to be third down and long, and they're forced to use a timeout. So timeout on the field, and this timeout is brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Back with more from Open Space Park right after this one-minute timeout. Welcome back to Open Space Park where the Dort defenders and uh, Hastings Broncos are in the second quarter under a minute to go. Dort facing third down and 14. Motion to man out of the backfield. Back to pass is McDaniel. McDaniel in trouble. Rolling right. Looks downfield against the green. Bolden with the catch. Bolden at the 25-yard line. Up in traffic again. Eli Bolden, the senior from Harlan, and they call a timeout. It'll be fourth down and short for the defenders. So Eli Bolden goes up in traffic and makes that grab. Yeah, good job of McDaniel buying a little extra time and, and giving Bolden a chance and, and Eli going up for the ball and making a great catch. So it's going to be fourth down and two. Decision time here for the defenders. They're at the outer reaches of Fulton Gunderson's range here. This would be about a 40 or 41 yard field goal attempt. There's 27 seconds remaining. I really wish it was third down and two instead of fourth down and two. I've got a sense Dort's going to go for it here, and I do need to tell you that this timeout is brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. We will keep it right here because, well, through our pregame show, we were able to get a lot of ads played on KIHK, and I think we are right on pace because of all the scores uh, with the Dort Media Network as well to get our inventory played and probably a good time for me to plug that if you would like to be a sponsor on these broadcasts uh, drop us a line send me an email it's on our website so 
that uh, we've got we've still got room in our inventory if you would like to uh, be a sponsor be, be a advertiser on these broadcasts fourth down and two after my sales pitch Kyle fourth and two need the 22 for a first down fourth down and two McDaniel he got he got one timeout remaining yet he could go to the ground. They do. They hand it to Trojan, and Trojan picks up a first down. They get right back on the ball since the, the clock stops momentarily to move the sticks. You can clock it here if you want. I think we got a second play called. 20 seconds remaining. Clock moving. Back to passes. McDaniel. McDaniel takes a shot down the field, and flags fly incomplete. And what's we'll sort this out. Two flags on the far sideline. How many? I was going to say, I really hope that's not against the defenders, speaking selfishly, because if you've got to settle for a field goal, that pushes you back five yards, and those are five pretty valuable yards on a day like today. Yeah, exactly. Now we've got the... The clock stopped, so uh, we have the luxury of getting the exact play call that you want in. Uh, you can take your time here as we get the offense set and hopefully get some positive yards here with 14 seconds left in the half. Still have a timeout remaining. It's first and five at the 16-yard line. Fake the handoff, back to pass McDaniel. McDaniel in trouble, scrambling, has Kanoff open. Now dumps it off underneath the Trojan. Trojan at the 10 and forced out of bounds at the seven yard line with four seconds remaining. Not enough time to run another play in my estimation and the defenders are gonna settle for a field goal try. Yeah, Anthony had visions of another touchdown but he's forced out of bounds at the seven. And just too far out, and well within Fulton Gunderson's range here. This will be a 26-yard field goal attempt. Try to make it 31-7 to at halftime. Snap is down, picked up nicely by Coons, but I think Fulton shanked it, and then partly the timing is just thrown off, and that's going to be the last play of the first half. So our first half comes to a conclusion, 28 to seven. Would have liked points on that last drive, but the defenders go into the locker room. Uh, they've really established themselves both offensively and defensively here this afternoon. 28 to seven, our score. Let's take a, uh, let's take a 30 second break and we'll be back with uh, the dance team performance and uh, we will have highlights coming up at halftime and also Colton Vandenberg, all that to take care of here over the next 15, uh, 20 minutes or so. Let's take a 30 second break and be back with the dance team performance right after this.
Defender Dan's team making their way onto the field, and that's what you will see playing in the back on the screen if you're on the Dort Media Network. And uh, for those of you on KIHK, I believe we have some statistics to talk to you about. And uh, had them moments ago, but they've disappeared. So should be getting a hard copy as well but in the meantime we will take a look at the numbers through the first half of this contest where Dort leads 28 to 7 we'll talk first of all about the scoring drives for the defenders Dort with four touchdowns and they started the scoring on their second possession and they did it with a long running play that staked themselves to a 7-0 lead. Anthony Trojan went 47 yards for a touchdown, and the defenders led 7-0. Uh, gave up a long kick re uh, kickoff return then to make it 7-7. Brendan Piper then ran uh, five yards for a touchdown. That completed, I believe, a 66-yard drive for the defenders with 7.06 left to play in the first quarter. Nick Wellen, a 45-yard touchdown run to make it 21-7. to That was how the first quarter ended. And then not a lot of scoring in the second half, Kyle, but eventually Anthony Trojan, a one-yard touchdown run. Dort went up 28-7, to a lot of good things, and uh, scored in a kept drives going in a variety of ways here this afternoon in the first half. Yeah, really, other than uh, some miscues maybe in the – in the special teams, obviously with the long kickoff return for a touchdown, and, and Hastings is probably kind of kicking themselves a little bit on their first punt return, probably should have had a score there, uh, but the defense stepped up after Hastings' returner stepped out of bounds, made a great stop, and really other than that, those special teams play and the one turnover by the, the door offense, it's been all defenders here this afternoon. And uh, as I pull up the numbers, I don't know that we truly realized how much one-sided it was. Well, 19, 19 first downs for Dort, one for Hastings, 255 yards rushing, negative 33 for the Broncos. All those sacks count against your rushing total. And uh, passed for 82 yards. Hastings had 31 yards of passing offense. That ends up 337, negative two. Yeah, and if you, if you, yeah, if you look back, and you take away those three plays, right? The, the long punt return, the kick return, and the turnover by the, the Dort offense. Hastings has really not sustained anything. Like you mentioned, just one first down by their offensive unit. Uh, you know, both sides of the ball, uh, the defenders just playing outstanding this afternoon. Uh, complimentary football, right? The, the defense doing a great job. Um, just not allowing Hastings to get anything going. And Dort's offense has been dominant here, especially in the run game against uh, what everyone presumed would be the Hastings strength, and that was against the run. And we talked about it yesterday when you and I spoke briefly, was if Dort's able to run it, that's that's going to be a really good thing. And uh, many people have, many teams, I should say, have challenged Hastings through the air, and we anticipated probably having to do more of that. But that has not proven to be the case here this afternoon. Right. Uh, just throwing enough to keep them kind of on their heels, keep them a little bit honest, because McDaniel's been pretty 
uh, efficient in the past game. They've made some nice plays. Uh, large with a large uh, a long catch. Um, I'm just thinking of a couple of them. Bolden on a reception here as we were going to the south here in the second quarter. Um, you know, just some really important pass plays to kind of keep that defense honest. And and hey, let's give credit where credit's due. Offensive line for for the defender just playing outstanding football, um, just creating some seams, uh, dominating up front. Really a defensive line that so far this season has been really, really good. And uh, this stored offensive line has uh, taken it to them. Why don't we, uh, back at the truck, let's go to our highlights. Pull up the highlight package uh, because the Colton Vandenberg interview is about 10 minutes long. So let's go to that highlight package. And I believe this is the first touchdown of the day for the defenders. As, uh, yeah, Trojan being really patient. Uh, and he does something he does probably as good as any back I've seen here at Dort is using the stiff arm just to keep that secondary uh, defender off of him, uh, getting him into the end zone for the score. That was his 47-yard touchdown run, and then uh, answering right back was the kick return by the Broncos, and that kept him in it. That tied it 7-7, seven to seven, and at that point, we went to the break after the Antoine Murphy return. Kyle and said, um, this could go either way. I mean, yeah. that's a big momentum shift. Yeah, it really was after it looked like Dort had it going, and they made the play, but Dort answering right back here with, again, on the ground, inside. Uh, is that Wellen on That the, was Piper. Piper Brendan on Piper, that touchdown. Yep. And then this is Wellen on that option That's where he right. got running downhill, turned it inside at the numbers on the far sideline, and then just outran the defense. And Trojan and Wellen, 96 and 91, in terms of uh, yards in the first half for them as I take a look at the numbers. And then Anthony Trojan on senior day bounces to the outside, his second touchdown of the day. He's got 96 yards rushing and two TDs. Yeah, and he's just been really patient with both. You watch both of those runs, both of his scoring runs. You know, it's not just a hit the seam, full blast, heading downhill. He's, make, he's allowing blocks to happen in front of him, being patient, allowing things to happen because he has faith in his offensive linemen uh, and the guys in the secondary, and then he's making the plays once, once he has a chance. Let's take a two-minute break. I think we've got a two-minute break we uh, need to play for uh, Money Concepts on the Dort Media Network. So let's take a two-minute break, KIHK and Dort Media Network, and we'll be back visiting with Colton Vandenberg right after this on the uh, Dort Media Network and KIHK. That is Colton Vanderberg on the on our halftime, and uh, we will get Kyle Mike plugged back in, and we will get set for the second half. And the Dort defenders with a 28, 28 to seven lead. Sorry about that, listeners. And uh, we'll get that mic turned down back to the level it needs to be. And uh, Kyle, 
um, listening to Colton Vandenberg talk about it, and uh, you see the defensive end, you see the energy that he brings, and you find out a little bit of the story behind that, but you also, he talked very frankly about the fact that, you know, I wish I had been able to channel some of those, the channel the focus that he had in football into the classroom a little bit sooner. He, he said very frankly, he'd been, be in a better spot right now if he had done that. We sometimes have to learn those things, but uh, uh, he's had a great career here at Dorton to watch to watch people when they're 17 and 18, and then when they leave when they're 22 or 23, there is a vastly, they, they are vastly different people. Absolutely, growing as a man, right? Uh, learning some lessons, some some easily and some a little bit more difficult but uh, learning those lessons and you know we talk so much about football being one of those areas where you can learn some of those life lessons and I think he and, and I know for a fact that Coach Penner teaches that uh, they stress growing as, as men and as leaders and you see that with Colton and uh, yeah it's exciting to see what he's going to do with his life after his time here at Dort. Kickoff goes through the end zone, so the defenders will send the defense onto the field, leading 28-7. Missed a field goal at the end of the first half. Otherwise, it would have been a near-perfect first half for the Dort defenders on offense. Instead, they will head out onto the field, leading by three scores, and the handoff to Simonson. Simonson, a four-yard pickup on the play. It's going to be second down and six as Hastings tries to reestablish their ground game. Uh, kind of got away from it, I felt, in the first half. Uh, they come out first down try to uh, get something going it's second down and six well yeah they got to be thinking yeah we're down three scores three touchdowns but uh, they got to go back to finding what works for them uh, two backs in the backfield a little bit run heavy to start but play action pass they're looking for a a long uh, pass play off the play action. Pass completed to Garrett Ash. Ash into Dort territory. Finally dragged down at the 43-yard line. That's a first down for the Broncos. And that is a 27-yard completion for the Broncos. First down and 10 at the Dort 43. And for the defenders, a three-score lead. A three score lead. You feel comfortable, but you still got to play the game. Yeah, and defense has played so well. And I know that they play with a lot of pride they're going to want to you know pitch to, yep. the defensive shutout you know uh the one score for hastings coming on the kick return so uh this defensive unit they they play play with a lot of pride and they want to they want to keep this hastings offense out of the end zone second down and eight after the two-yard pickup on the play for simonson Hastings offense hasn't been on the field a whole lot this afternoon. It's been Dort dominating with a lot of offensive possessions and short possessions for the Broncos. Pass completed to Ash, I believe, and that's another first down for the Broncos. They move the chains down. They have it first and 10 now at the 32-yard line. So yeah, you see Zamora starting to get into a little bit of a rhythm, both, both of his completed passes here so far on this drive. Quick, uh, yep. quick out of his hands, um, trying to get it to a receiver as quickly as possible. Yeah, get it out quick rather than hanging on to it because the pressure has been coming. So first down and 10 for the Broncos at the door, 32-yard line. Three running backs with Zamora in the backfield. Fullback now set to his right. 
Look for the stretch handoff instead. Rolling left now and Zamora pressured and dragged down from behind. And he's unable to win the foot race as chasing him down from behind is Drew Dom and the defensive end is able to outrun the quarterback to the sideline to make the, make the, uh, make the tackle. So Dom with the tackle. Second down and 11 for the Broncos. Three receiver, pardon me, two receivers to the right. They've got a tight end on the field right now as well in Colding Hiles. Colding Heiss. Second down and 11. Clock continuing to roll. Third quarter. Zamora hands it off Simonson. Simonson the ball carrier and Simonson finished off at the 30-yard line. Bryce Christian on the tackle. That's going to set up third down and eight. Third and eight for the Broncos. Four down territory here at the Dort 30, I would imagine. Hastings with their first possession of the second half. Third down and eight at the 30. Zamora has Simonson in the backfield with him. Fakes the handoff to Simonson. Looking over the top. Now flush from the pocket. He's going to try to run. And he is hit hard. Didn't give himself up. And he is... Knocked down at the 24-yard line. I admire the tenacity, but you are leaving yourself set up for a lot of uh, trouble staying upright at the 25-yard line right in the middle of the field. Yeah, and you can see here so far this, this drive, Hastings changing up their personnel, going with two tight ends, one back, and only two receivers, uh, keeping those tight ends in for protection just to give Zamora a little bit more time. Handoff Simonson, he's got the first down down to the 20-yard line, so the door, a defense unable to get off of the field. Hastings converts first down. It'll be first down and 10 now at the 20 for the Broncos, trailing 28-7. to 28-7 to our score, as you said, Kyle, uh, giving up uh, fewer wide receivers on the field, protecting the quarterback, trying to establish the run. Yep, and that uh, having the two tight ends said, it, it is a better run offense uh, out of the one back uh, backfield. Um, now they're switching it up uh, in this particular play. Got a third receiver in the ballgame. First down and 10 at the 20-yard line. Broncos starting the half with the ball. Received the kickoff and started at their own 25-yard line. Simonson slogs forward for about three yards on the play. It's going to be second down and seven. Second and seven. At the 17-yard line, they need the 10-yard line for a first down. Zamora trying to engineer the first scoring drive of the day for the Broncos. Their lone score coming on a kick return back in the first quarter. Hand off Simonson. Simonson, short gain on the play. Picks up maybe three. It's going to be four, third down and four. Third and four for the Broncos inside the 15. Well within the range now of Jason Bockel. Sure they're thinking end zone rather than settling for a field goal at this point. Trailing by 21 with nearly six minutes gone here in the second half. So the Broncos with the football. Man in motion, left to right. Inside handoff, Simonson. Simonson, the ball carrier. Simonson short of the first down by a couple of yards. It's down to the 12-yard line, and that'll bring decision time for the Broncos. Don't see any movement on the sideline yet. And Coach Franzen now, it appears, will send the kick team onto the field. So they'll settle for a field goal try here. 
you're nodding your head. <laughs> I, I'm a little bit surprised by it, Mike. I, I, I know Coach Franzen wants to get, get some points out of this drive, but uh, being down by three touchdowns um, uh, with a fairly lengthy drive, it, it, it kind of surprised me, especially since they're in a fourth and two and not in a fourth and longer type of situation. Bockel on to attempt a 29-yard field goal, and it's blocked. Blocked by the defenders, and it is loose. Oh, Mike, this will be interesting because Dort had possession of the ball, tried to pitch it, and Hastings ended up with the ball. This could be first down and 10 for Hastings. That's what I'm afraid of. The officials are good. Here's the replay. See, here's the That's Hicks, Hickson had the Hickson had the block. Unless uh, he could have just simply fumbled too. I mean, I don't know that he was trying to pitch it. Judging by the judging by the uh, the replay, I'm not so sure it wasn't just simply a fumble. Right, but he definitely had possession. Yep. And so this is going to be first down for Hastings. So the defenders will send the defense back onto the field. So, okay, well, first and ten for the Broncos, and that doesn't break the defender's way, and Hastings catches a break. 8.15 left to go in the first in the third quarter. So the defenders, you come through with a block field goal. That's the plus. Now the minus is Hastings maintains possession of it, and I'm guessing my stat crew, I'm hoping they're doing okay <laughs> in the stat room because yeah. that's a weird one. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, you got to view it more as a fumble. I, I know he said illegal forward pass, but it, it's the nature of how he was trying to get it to a teammate. Um, it's illegal to pitch it forward, so you call it an illegal forward pass, but essentially it ends up being a fumble uh, and ends up in the hands of Hastings. So Allen, the pass completed to Allen, and a short gain on the play, but a five-yard penalty against the defenders offsides. And it'll be first down and five yards to go. First down and five yards to go. Broncos with it at the 15-yard line. And the Broncos deep in Dort territory. Handoff Simonson stumbles in. He tripped over his blocker, Ren Allen. Loses two on the play. It's going to be second down and seven. Yeah, just a good push by the defensive front. Uh, getting that blocker into the backfield and nowhere for the running back to go and trips him up and a little bit of a loss on the play. Second down and seven. And the defenders with John Zamora at quarterback for the Broncos. Dort trying to come up with a defensive stop here. Second down and seven for the Broncos. Zamora. And he designed run play, and he is dropped for a loss on the play. And the tackle made by Ian McDonald. And that's going to bring up third down and nine for the Broncos at their own twenty uh, at their own 19-yard line. So they've lost some yardage after facing first down and five. So third down and nine. Third and nine for the Broncos at their own, uh, pardon me, at the Dort 19-yard line. Three receivers to the right, two to the left. So they send the tight ends to the sideline, and 
Back to pass is Zamora. Tries to get it out quickly, and Zamora underthrows Jayshon Wright. And that falls incomplete. That'll bring up fourth down and another field goal attempt here for Jason Bockel. Yeah, Dort defensive unit dialing up pressure on both uh, second and third and long, getting good pressure in the backfield and really no place for Zamora to go with the ball. Ends up uh, forcing another field goal attempt. This will be a 36-yard field goal attempt. This would be a new season long for him, previous long 35. Snap is down, and it's blocked again by Grant Hickson. Grant Hickson, another block, and Grant Hickson with the, re with the recovery. How often do you do that? Block two field goals on essentially the same possession. Yeah, it, it's, it's like that uh, basketball, that post player with the short shot, building up stats yep. with offensive rebounds, just miss the first one, get the rebound, yeah. building their stats. Hickson looking to, to be a stat maker here and uh, just want another chance at blocking a field goal. He, get, he gets in so quickly <laughs> from the edge. I mean, that's about the third or fourth one he's had this year. Yeah, it does a great job of laying out and targeting the ball. Some guys just jump uh, without really having an end goal in mind, but he puts his hands right on the ball. It's a really good job and good technique. Definite plan for him when he gets through to the backfield and Brendan Piper on the carry, second down and three, so a gain of seven on the play for Piper. And the Dort offense, they're finally back onto the field after Hastings. Long, time-consuming drive that comes up empty, and now the defenders have it first down and ten after Piper with the carry, but we've got a, got a flag resting at the 39-yard line. So let's see what that flag is about. Oh, add 15. Hastings is what what was the they are the least penalized team in the conference this year? Yeah, and and, and today, so far today, other yeah. than that plays very clean played football game by both sides, not a lot of penalties. Um, had a couple offsides, and that's really been about it. Yeah, exactly. First down and ten for the defenders now at the forty five yard line. They have to pause as giving the defense a chance to substitute. They do not. McDaniel is going to roll left. He's going to run option and keeps it himself to the 40 and uh, to the 38-yard line. Caden McDaniel with a six-yard pickup on the play, and that's going to bring up second down and four. Second and four, and boy, for the defenders, uh, things going pretty well for them right now, getting that stop and now moving the football into Hastings territory. They've really got things going their way right now with 5.19 left to go in the third. Cade McDaniel gets the snap, hands it off. Anthony Trojan bounces outside to the 30, 25, 20, and up the sideline inside the 20 down to the 17-yard line, and the Dort defenders knocking on the door again, leading 28-7, and the offense kept off of the field for much of the third quarter. Now they're out there and making things, making up for lost time. Yeah, and you see some offensive linemen giving the signal to the uh, the sideline. Uh, they they feel really good about what they're doing up front, and they're just saying, pound the ball here, let's keep the run game going. Tompkins in that quarterback, gets the direct snap, and Tompkins simply runs Wildcat that time to the 13-yard line. And so Chase Tompkins on the carry. It's going to bring up second down and six. 
Yeah, when you're getting five yards at a at a pop like that, even even on a good conservative inside run play, uh, you can do that all game long. Tompkins in at quarterback. He has Wellen to his left, back to pass, throws it out to the far side, gets it to Bolden, Bolden to the 10, to the 5, diving to the pylon. Did not get in. Short of the goal line by it looks like a yard. He and must have just stepped out of bounds, Mike, because it looked like his body was diving for the pylon. Pylon's, pylons down. Over. Yep. Yeah. Well, they're at the two-yard line. So first down and goal to go from the two. Tompkins. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Tompkins keeps it himself, dodges yeah. in, and reads it. Right side of the line, a gaping hole. And Tompkins into the end zone, and the Dort defenders take a 34-7 lead with 3.49 left to play in the third quarter. So the defenders in front, 34-7 pending the point after try. And Fulton Gunderson is on to attempt the point after. Gunderson. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is through the uprights. And Fulton Gunderson now 5 for 5 on point after tries. And the door defenders have a 35-7 lead with 3.49 left to play in the third quarter. Back with more from Open Space Park in one minute. I think that's the first time we've taken the full minute after the <laughs> touchdown. We, we've been hustling, but uh, did we have somebody shaken up is my question. The officials come jogging up the sideline now and may have had an issue with a down marker. Yeah, it looks like uh, the sticks probably got a little bit tangled up there on uh, maybe Bolden's yeah. catch on the sideline over there. So they got that taken care of. It's Dort kicking off with 349. Left to play here in the third quarter. Doored up comfortably, 35-7. A defensive stop. A couple of blocked field goals. And then a score on their first possession of the second half. And the Dort defenders with a 35-7 lead. Hastings will have it first and 10 at their own 25 as the kick by Van Veldhuizen goes through the end zone. And the Dort defenders up 35-7. What a day. What a day for the first Saturday in November. Just uh, perfect weather for a football game. I've noticed you were a little cold, so I turned the heat on for you. Well, there's, <laughs> yeah, I was, I wasn't preparing to uh, have a slight breeze into yeah. the uh, press box here. Yeah, well, we like to get out and enjoy the environment. First down and ten, Zamora back to pass. Zamora almost jumping the route. Pass falls incomplete, and that's that's six going the other way if the Dort defenders Abe Stace is able to reel that one in. Instead, it's incomplete. Second down and ten. Abe might have been uh, thinking about planting his foot in the ground and, and heading towards the end zone before securing that catch, but great break on the ball. And... Uh, He's Not allowing a completion for this Hastings offense. He knows he missed one. You don't get many opportunities, and that's why it hurts when you don't get it. 
So stays back in, covering uh, the slot receiver, bouncing outside to Simonson. Simonson fighting forward for about seven yards. Looked like Dort had him dead to rights, and then he's able to weave his way forward. And I said earlier in the game that it didn't look like Chip Casey was playing, but I see number four out there, so Casey back and uh, playing here this afternoon. For, uh, third down and two. Broncos have it at their own 33-yard line. They need the 35 as the... Uh, yard to gain. Simonson in the backfield along with Zamora. Two receivers set to the left. One to the right. They hand it off inside Simonson. Simonson I don't think he's going to get it. It's going to be fourth down and short at their own 35. You got to punt it, don't you? I, yeah. I tell you what. You're getting to the point in the game where The well, game's over if you give it back. So I... Well, maybe you go coach for might it. Be thinking whether I give it back on a punt yeah. or on a change of possession here on fourth down. Either way, I gotta give your team a chance. Fourth down and one at their own 34-yard line. Dort. That was uh, Christian showing blitz. Dort defense. They get the defense called that they want. Now under center, Zamora. Nope, he's gonna back off. Two seconds, one and. They're just going to let the play clock, well, they're going to call a timeout. So timeout on the field, charge to the Hastings College Broncos. Timeout Broncos, let's take a one-minute break on KIHK. And this timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Back with more in a minute. Cat and mouse game. Hastings is going to punt and uh, gets away from the punter. He tracks it down. Somehow gets it back and is able to kick it out of bounds. And Aiden Platone was out there waiting for the punt return. That never came. It's kicked towards the sideline and probably the best of a bad situation for the Broncos, but it does call into, it, it, it does, okay, you gain 16 yards. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sitting there saying you, you got to punt it, and it was 16 yards of field position that you gain. I understand, right. and but how often doesn't that happen? Right, yeah, and bad snap. Uh, really fortunate it didn't end up worse for Hastings. Uh, with a block and a big play for Dort. McDaniel with the pass intended for Connor Dodd. Dodd goes up with the good hand and <laughs> tries to bring it in. Pass falls incomplete. McDaniel had some pressure applied by the Broncos. It's going to be second down and 10. And you hear us commenting about Connor Dodd and the good hand, and we mentioned it earlier. He's playing with a splint on the left hand, has a, has a broken bone in his left hand, but cleared to play a couple of weeks ago. And uh, he actually played, I think, one or two plays against Hastings was the first time that he played with that splint. New running back in for the defenders. This is Preston McCoy. So Preston McCoy on the carry and a first down carry for the defenders. Boy, if you're a defensive coach preparing for Dort, is there something you do to prepare for the running back depth? Or <laughs> do you just say whoever's in and that really isn't a factor? Yeah, you, you have to. You have to look at just the blocking scheme and how you're going to defend the different inside game, run game and the option both. 
uh, and really can't concert because there are so many different faces that you mentioned, so many different guys that carry the ball and a lot of different skill sets within yeah. that group. You know, you just got to got to try to be as sound as possible with your defensive scheme. Three-yard pickup on the play for McCoy. Dort had a couple of guys moving, and Dort's going to call a timeout with 13 seconds on the play clock. And uh, I don't know if Cade was the one who made that call or if that was Coach Penner on the sideline, but uh, we saw Cade McDaniel. He didn't like what he saw on offense, and he calls for the timeout. So timeout on the field. Let's take a one-minute break on KIHK. And this timeout is brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Back with more in a minute. Five to seven, rolling right is McDaniel. McDaniel looks back to left, and he overshoots his intended receiver, Hayden Large. It's going to be third down and long for the defenders. So 35 to seven, Dort leading. 108 left to play in the third quarter. Taking a look at scores from around the conference. Uh, Morningside 44 to three over the Doan Tigers. Um, last check I had was Concordia leading Briarcliff 21 to 10. I want an update on that. It's 31 to 10 now. And I had Northwestern and Midland at 21-3. That was at halftime. Back to passes. McDaniel wide open. Knopf. Knopf inside the 20 down to the 17-yard line, the 18-yard line. And that's another Dort University first down. 28-3. Northwestern leads Midland by 25. Connor Knopf missed last season with an injury. I know they were really high on him. A player out of Wisconsin last year missed last year due to a knee injury, but has come on and in the last three or four games has become a very reliable receiver for the defenders. Hand off to McCoy. McCoy to the 15-yard line. Spins. He's inside the 15 down to the 11-yard line, and that's close to another first down. Preston McCoy. I, I've, I've got to think when you're running back and you're seeing what your offensive line is doing up front, you're just chomping and waiting and saying, Coach, give me a shot. Exactly. And, and the guys up front, front want, the, want the run game to – they just want guys running the ball behind them. They're feeling good about what they're doing, feel like they're dominating up front, and they are uh, against a, a pretty good defensive front. And uh, tell you what, that's – that's looking good, and I, I, you could tell that they're just enjoying themselves playing the game right now. Third quarter comes to a close. Dort tacks on another score. It's 35-7. to Let's take another one-minute break on KIHK and the Dort Media Network, and we'll be back with the fourth quarter of play in one minute. Leading 35-7, to seven and the defenders looking to basically put this one away. Third down and one. Score, here you go, at five scores, five touchdowns. 
And uh, you can start thinking about uh, how to manage the rest of the game out. Third down and two. Reverse. This is Tompkins. Tompkins gets a block. Eli Bolden sprung him. Eli Bolden might have made the play of the game right there, or play of, made that made that play possible. Yeah, two things on that. Bolden being very patient and allowing Tompkins to set up that block. Tompkins wasn't in a hurry, didn't try to speed to the sideline, uh, just kind of gave a slight delay and then kicked it into gear, uh, allow Bolden to get into position, not get penalized, not clip the guy uh, and uh, or block in the back. And uh, great job, great play call, great execution. Out of the quarter break, the defenders, Tompkins with another touchdown, and the Dort defenders with a 42-7 lead. First play of the fourth quarter results in a score, and the defenders now up by five touchdowns. Let's take a one-minute break. You're listening to KIHK and watching the Dort Media Network. Back with more in a minute. Chip shot and the Dort defenders. The kick, I, I do believe they're going to have to examine how they want to play kickoffs for that next week against Midland because uh, I think that game with Midland is going to be a real tough one and that's going to be in all likelihood for third place and you can't afford a big play. Exactly, and you don't want to get, you want to force a team like we've done really since that first kickoff return for Hastings. Since then, you're forcing Hastings to earn it against a good defense rather than get a, I don't want to say a cheap one because those are still earned in the yep. special teams, but you just don't want to give up a big play in the special teams and switching it up with, yeah, he hit that one with the, the pitching wedge earlier with the driver when he had a little wind at his back, but, uh, yeah, just don't give up those big plays. Pass completed to the far side, short of the first down. Starting this drive at their own 35-yard line after the fair catch called at the uh, 35 and nine-yard pickup on the play for the Hastings Broncos. And you, you, to me, you, you, the key phrase there was big play. Just like on defense, you don't want to give up the big play. If a team grinds out a 12-play 12, drive on you, you tip your cap and you say, okay. On a kick return, you don't want to give up 80 yards. I mean, if somebody gives up, you get 10 or 15, fine, but... Uh, those are the kind of things that you have to, uh, you need to deal with. We've got a false start on the near side. And Garrett Ash, number 80. And the body language there, he, yeah. Well, I think he's frustrated with his slot receiver who I think lined up across the line of scrimmage. And uh, and maybe after the, the motion started, he tried to back up. So then you had two guys in motion. Mm. Second down and six now for the Broncos. Not a big penalty, but five yards nonetheless. Zamora throws it towards the sideline. Pass is complete to the sideline and completed to Ethan Wilborn. But do we have another penalty? Oh, they 
ruled it incomplete. Must have been bobbling it as he went out of bounds. Now, I didn't see that happening at the end of the play. I thought that was probably his best throwing catch of the day. I was going to say if we could get a, if we get a replay, that would be great. But I'm not sure we could see it from where we were at. Third down and six. Third and six for the Broncos at their own 44-yard line. Uh, pardon me, 39-yard line. Back to pass Zamora. Zamora in trouble, and Zamora goes down, and that's Colton Vanderberg with another quarterback sack for the defenders. Colton Vanderberg with the quarterback sack. That results in a loss of eight on the play, and he heads to the sideline to celebrate with one of our smaller fans. Might be Joel's son, actually. I tell you what, they're... This defensive unit, they're having a blast. They're just enjoying playing the game today. Tompkins back to return the punt. Line drive by Bockel. Tompkins lets it bounce at the 39-yard line, and it's going to roll dead at the 24-yard line. It'll be first down and 10 for the defenders at their own 24-yard line. You pay attention to the high school playoffs at all last night? or I, I saw some scores. Uh, I thought one surprise out of Spirit Lake and Odebolt Arthur, Battle Creek, Ida Grove. Yep. But, uh, I think Spirit Lake got them during the regular season. They did. That was, the other kind of lopsided games yeah. locally, but uh, yeah, the quarter for being the quarterfinal round, but you end up with some of those champions against council uh, runners up and uh, Central Line George Little Rock just looks like they're cruising. I tell you what, they yeah they're going to be tough to beat, but what are they ranked two in the two in the state? Yeah, and I'm shocked I'm not they're not, sure not yeah, they're not number one. But. Hand off to Dodd. Dodd's gone. 35, 40, 50, 40, 35, 30, scanning for flags, and you're not going to catch him. Touchdown defenders on the Connor Dodge sprint to the end zone, and the splint on the left hand does not affect the speed, it appears. No, and he, he finished it like a sprinter with a little bit of a lean at the goal line, breaking the uh, tape for the score. And then you have offensive linemen celebrating. Uh, and this is just becoming a dominating effort by the uh, defenders this afternoon. 48-7 to seven pending the point after try. Fulton Gunderson trying to make it 7-for-7. Seven seven. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is through. And the Dort defenders have a 49-7 to seven lead with 12.55 left to go in the contest. And uh, the... Uh, the Hastings radio broadcaster, Mike Will, who's been around a long time, he came in and we visited before, and he said, so the offense found its, uh, figured some things out last week. And I said, well, it, it's been a work in progress. It really has been. And I said, uh, but, yeah, it uh, did a lot of things well last week. The defense has been very consistent. But I said, the the offense, this is probably a little more what we're used to last week. I said, we'll see if it continues this week or not. Looks like it has continued. Well, and you, you know, in my mind, you, you get your in, your offensive lineman, especially your best offensive lineman and Alex back healthy. Yeah. Combined with getting some new faces that are now playing with some confidence. Plus, yeah, you know. And you see Trojan running really well today, having a great ball game. You want to see that from your senior and your, his leadership uh, with that position group. Uh, yeah, there, it's yeah, it has come together, um, and and definitely not one-dimensional. Yeah, we are running the ball really well today, but partially because 
teams have to be honest. They can't overplay the run because they know McDaniel can hurt them in the pass game. Fair catch called for on the kickoff at the 20-yard line, so Hastings will have it at the 25 because of the fair catch called for inside the 25-yard line. The Dort defenders, 534 yards of offense today, 425 on the ground. I've got Trojan with 117 yards, Dodd 94, Wellen 91, Piper 56, McDaniel 30, McCoy 24, and this game far, I mean, there's maybe a possession or two remaining yet for the defenders. Depends who you're going to have out there, but the Broncos starting on the ground. Second down and five. It's a five-yard pickup on the play. Second down and five on the carry by Simonson. Yeah, and you, you almost see, you almost see a, a Hastings team that, I don't want to say that they've conceded this, but in some respects, you know, if you're running the ball on a first and ten after giving up a, another long touchdown run, you know, they, they, need, they know they need to burn some clock and, and just get out of here without being uh, this game becoming even more lopsided. And things get no easier for them. Hand off to Simonson. Simonson up the middle, and uh, I believe that's Doug Walls. Doug Walls on the tackle. It's third down and two. Things get no easier for Hastings next week. It's a home game, but they're facing Northwestern next week. So um, right now, looks like Haste. Uh, pardon me. It looks like Northwestern in a pretty good position against Midland, and it's going to be for Dort a big game next week at Midland. Yeah, essentially becomes the game for third place in the league. Correct. Yeah, that's that's the way I have it penciled out. That it might end up being a tie. Um, I'd have to look a little closer at the schedule. Hand, uh, the screen pass to Simonson. Simonson out to near midfield. And that is a first down for the Broncos. Uh, I take a look at the standings. you got Morningside 8-0. Midland's going to take a loss today. They're going to go to 7-2. Hastings is going to fall to 6-3 and in all likelihood. So um, Dort playing to tie Midland in effect. But you're... You yeah. want the head to then you get the head to head. Head to head with uh, with the winner. At least in your mind, I mean, right. it goes down as a tie, but in your mind, you've you've you're the third place team. Absolutely. First down and ten for the Broncos at midfield. Eleven minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. Handoff, and this is Simonson. Simonson, the ball carrier, and Simonson. I don't think anyone other than Zamora and Simonson have had a rush this afternoon. That's Simonson's 18th rush, and he's at 40 yards right now. That's a 2.4 yards per carry average. Zamora facing second down and four. Ten and a half left to go in the game. Zamora hands it off Simonson. Simonson straight up the middle. I think we got a flag on we the got play, a flag right? as well, yep. And that was a little bit further up the field as well, not right at the line of scrimmage, but don't know if that matters or not. Yeah. Got Jordan Gall, called him for, called Jordan Gall for offsides. The sophomore from Lesterville. Yeah, and you want your defensive lineman to crowd the line of scrimmage as, mu as much as possible, uh, but, uh, yeah, just not get into the neutral zone with your alignment. So he'll adjust that a little bit. 
I always think those ends get a lot of leeway when you look down the line, but uh, they've been calling it pretty consistently today. Zamora's pass over the top, incomplete. And Aaron Van Hofwagen on the coverage. That's going to bring up second down and 10 on the pass to the end zone. Second down and 10, clock stops, 9.58 left to go in regulation. 49-7, defenders by 42. Zamora today, 12 of 20 passing, 60% completion rate, 94 yards. Where he's had success has been that short pass game. When they've gotten it out quickly, he's been sacked. We'll, we'll look that number up in just a little bit. Zamora screen pass, and it's dropped by the running back, Antoine Murphy, and falls incomplete. And it'll be second, uh, pardon me, third down and 10. Third down and 10. Defensively, Dort. Need to find that sack total. They're going to get up to the line of scrimmage before I find it. So third down and 10. Backfield is empty. Clock stopped on the incomplete pass. Just under 10 minutes to go. Back to pass is Zamora. Zamora under pressure, and he's hit as he throws it. Incomplete. Intended to the sideline for Will Austin. That brings up fourth down and 10. Pressure applied by Abe Stace. Yeah, and uh, Dort dialing up some pressure on some of those third and long situations. And, uh, yeah, Zamora just can't get comfortable in the pocket. You mentioned it, that where he's had some success completing balls is, is when the ball's out of his hands quick. But anytime he has to drop back and allow uh, the pass routes to develop a little bit more, uh, the Dort defensive unit is in the backfield. Fourth down and 10, they elect to punt. Fair catch called for by Platone at the 13-yard line. And it's going to be first down and 10 for the defenders. And uh, I finally got the answer to my question. Took me just a little while. Six sacks for the defenders so far today. And uh, Weringa and Vandenberg each with a sack and a half. Dom Leakey and Sam Andrews each with one sack apiece. And... Uh, Dort's not forced to turnover today, but they have uh, really played solid defense. No takeaways, but really making life difficult for Hastings this afternoon. Yeah, no takeaways, but also not giving up a big play either. Rosebaum in at quarterback for the defenders. Hand off to McCoy, and McCoy, short gain on the play, picks up three. So Brent, and uh, that is Preston McCoy. Going to be second down and six. Watched uh, for a little while West Sioux and Western last night. West Sioux's got speed on that team. Yeah, they, they do. They're, they're, they're going to be a tough matchup here in the semifinals for uh, whoever they draw. Rosaboom to the edge, and Rosaboom forced out of bounds at the 25-yard line. And they're going to actually say he stepped out at the 22-yard line. Watched a little of Hartley, Melvin, Sanborn, and Woodbury Central as well. That's the crazy thing is now that. you can watch now, that. that one I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> it was a one-point game, and I thought, oh, I'll come back to it. And by the time I was in, I never looked up the score this morning. So Well, and HMS now coached by Jay Eilers. I coached Jay hmm. way back in the 
90s at Northwest Missouri State. Back in the dark ages. Dark ages. Rose of Ohm the carry, and Rose of Ohm picks up 11 yards on the play. It'll be a first down for the defenders. So Zach Rosebaum, he's gotten some valuable experience this year as well at quarterback, the freshman from Sioux Center. First down and 10 for the defenders at their own 32-yard line. 8-18 remaining here in the ball game. Well, and Mike, just the advantage of having a big lead and, and being able to get uh, Rosebaum on the field, and he's given some really important um, in-game minutes, uh, you know, where it's been highly contested and, and doing some good things. And I think we have some new guys in the offensive line right now uh, getting some valuable experience. Those are all things that are going to carry over into next year. Um, and, yeah, even going into next week, knowing that you're, you're number two quarterback, doing some good things and being efficient in the run game. He can at least be comfortable if he has to come into the game. And uh, Rosaboom, uh, this is a, a gain of six on that play, and Dort slowing it down here, not rushing. Ten seconds remaining on the play clock. 7.20 on the game clock. Dort leading 49-7. Rosaboom, handoff, McCoy. McCoy runs over a tackler, and he's got a first down out to the 46-yard line, and Preston McCoy... Getting some carries here and doing pretty very effective. That right side of the line, I believe that's Patrick Tovar over there and Dalton Moore. So Tovar and Moore. And actually might be Zach Riley in there. Looks like 52 rather than 62. I didn't think it had Patrick's flowing hair. And snap over the head of Rosaboom. And Rosaboom covers it up. And that's going to be a loss on the play of over 10 yards. So that's going to be a loss of 14, actually. And that's going to bring up second down and 24. So now the defenders way behind the sticks. You need uh, the line of scrimmage right now. They're on 33-yard line. You need the Hastings 43-yard line. For a first down. 6.15 remaining in regulation. The defenders are 3-3 three and three at one point this season. Rosebaum runs option, fakes the pitch, keeps it himself, and he's brought down at the 42-yard line. Gets about eight yards back on the play. It's going to be third down. Third down and... Uh, Around the conference, uh, yeah, Morningside, they're all over Doan now, 58-3. to And Concordia and Briarcliff, that one hasn't tightened up much, if at all. 31-10 uh, to is the last score there. Third down and 15 yards. Pitch to Piper. Piper running out of room, and he struggles to get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. It's going to be fourth down, and Blade Coons will be on to punt with five minutes remaining in regulation. Dort leading 49-7. to 49-7, Dort leading. And I believe we have a different punter as well, so Blade not punting. Logan Rasavi in at to punt. 
And he gets it away. A line drive kick. Fielded at the 30-yard line. To the 35. And he's actually going to backpedal and end up at the 33-yard line. Had the edge. Tried to cut it back and dropped at the 33-yard line on that short return by Garrett Ash, but he fielded it on the fly and uh, saves his team probably 30 yards or so. So it'll be first down and 10 for the Broncos, and the Broncos might be going to a backup quarterback as well. Looks like Nick Moss in at quarterback now for the Broncos with 4.33 remaining in the game. Yeah, and I think you're seeing... Yeah, some new faces on both sides of the ball as uh, Dart's playing a few new guys on the defensive unit, getting some valuable experience. Moss turns, hands. He gives it to backup running back, and Williams on the carry. That'll bring up second down and seven. Second and seven. So second down and seven, football at the 36-yard line. Brett Simon, uh, pardon me, uh, Moss in at quarterback, number 18. He hands it off, and Williams the carry again, and not much there for Williams. Coming up to make the tackle for the defenders. I believe that was Matthew Bumgars on the tackle, the cornerback over on the near side. That brings up third down and seven. Third and seven. Clock continuing to run. We're under four minutes to go now. Nick Moss. As Williams in the backfield with him. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. And back to pass is Moss. Moss, pass complete, and that's a first down on the completion to Bargen. Tackled by Ryland Luther. And that's a first down for the Broncos at their own 44-yard line. Three minutes, ten seconds remaining in the game. The suspense out of this one as Dort has scored 42 unanswered points. Broncos tied it briefly at 7-7, but Dort had an answer and led 21-7 at the end of the first quarter. They were up 28-7 at the end of the first half. 35-7 at the end of the third quarter and leading here 49-7 with a pair of scores here in the fourth. Handoff up the middle and there's nothing there. Carter on the tackle. So Jonathan Carter with the tackle. That brings up second down and long. Second and long and I get the sense that the Broncos might be happy to just yeah, get just out of here. Yeah, burn up the rest of the clock, not give Dort another opportunity to Score on offense. Second down and nine. Back to pass. Moss. Moss. Pass over the middle. Complete. And that's a first down down to the 40-yard line. Tackle completed to Wilborn. And Ethan Wilborn on the uh, catch. So the Broncos with it at the Dort 40. Two minutes remaining in the contest. So first down and ten for the Broncos at the 40. Three receivers to the left, one to the right for Moss. Moss looking to his right in the shotgun. Back to pass, and he throws it up and incomplete. Coverage that time by Van Hofwagen, and Hastings taking a shot down the field with Wilborn. Pass falls incomplete. It's second down and long. 
Yeah, and even though you have some new faces on the field defensively for the defenders, you have a group out there that, uh, yeah, they want to keep that in terms of the defensive play, a defensive shutout going with uh, Hastings' only score coming on the special teams play. Uh, so, yeah, they're playing for that pride. It's always it's, it's always a goal of the defense, right, to not allow any points, and so uh, they don't want to give up one late. Back to pass is Moss, and Moss is going to be sacked. That's going to be sack number seven this afternoon. And the sack will be credited to number 94 for the defenders. And that is, well, I'm going to have to double check my longer roster for that one. As uh, my trimmed roster does not have him listed. And, you know, when you start with 130 players at the beginning of the year, you trim it down. And that's a sack by Chase Stowe and Ryan Oliveira. So third down and long for the Broncos. Back to pass, and it's battered away incomplete. Battered away by Zayden Nicholson. Nicholson and Van Hofwagen on the coverage. That sets up fourth down and long under a minute left to go in the contest. And uh, Hastings is going to go for it here. So fourth down and 15. And if they don't pick up the first down here, Dort will have to run one play in victory formation. See if the Broncos are able to pick, thing, pick it up. Well, that wind has picked up just a little bit. Made it chilly this afternoon. Broncos with it at their back. And the play clock runs out. And Hastings is going to call a timeout, actually, as the play clock runs out. So a timeout on the field. Let's take a one-minute break on KIHK. We'll be back with more on KIHK right after this. And this timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. We'll bring that back in 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Moss back to pass. Bumgars tries to break it up. The pass is complete, but that's nowhere close to a first down. And the Dort defenders will take over, and the defenders will take one knee, maybe two, 51 seconds left, or 55 seconds left. But the defenders, first down and 10, and they can go to victory formation, and the defenders with a win here this afternoon will move to six and three. Rope. Yep. Uh, one of the best formations in football here, the victory formation as Roseboom kneels it down. So Dort will improve to six and three. They won three in a row. Hastings will fall to six and three. They play Northwestern next week. 
Northwestern is now 8-1. Morningside's 9-0. Midland's going to fall to 7-2. And, and then Concordia, they're going to be at 3-6. and six. Uh, Pardon me, they're going to win. Um, they're going to go to 4-5, and five actually. And another snap, and that's going to do it. The Dort defenders move to 6-3 with a convincing 49-7 win today over the Hastings College Broncos. Let's take a one-minute break, and we'll be back with our post-game wrap-up, the Wireless World post-game show, coming up in one minute. Forty-nine to seven, your final score as the Dort defenders move to six and three, heading into a season finale and next week against the Midland Warriors in Fremont, Nebraska. The Dort defenders uh, got going almost immediately today. The first series they didn't move the ball, but after that, three straight scores, Kyle, and they bounced back with. Uh, after that kick return for a touchdown, I thought showed some uh, showed a lot of focus and just came right back and scored a couple of touchdowns yet in that first quarter. Yeah, exactly, and just showing another level of maturity as a football team and, and growth throughout the season. Just that constant growth, and they've improved week in and week out. Um, you know, I, I know Coach Penner would love to go back and replay a game or two or three, actually, uh, but. Uh, Obviously, he can't do that, but uh, I'm sure he's excited about the direction this, this unit is playing right now and really down it, dominated both sides of the ball, offensive and defensively. We will talk about that as our highlights roll as well, so let's go ahead and take a look at those highlights, and um, one of them being a – we will get to the highlights in just a moment and uh, hoping that we can get that highlight package put together. I'll just tell you right now, here we go. Uh, this is going to be one of the two field goals blocked by the defenders on that uh, offensive series for the Broncos. This one ended up standing up. Yeah. Second one, where, uh, was it Hickson with the blocks? Yeah, he had, he had both blocks. And there's and one of two that. scores for Tompkins. Tompkins uh, put together a nice day. Uh, Tompkins ended up. Um, had a couple of passes completed. And here's and his second touchdown on the reverse where he does a nice job of setting up the block. Bolden with the block that uh, allowed Tompkins to get into the end zone. So that was two touchdowns for Tompkins. And now we see the 
handoff, and this is Connor Dodd, and Dodd racing some 80 yards. I'm looking what it was officially. 77 yards for that touchdown score as the Dort defenders uh, get the win here this afternoon by a final score of 49-7, and uh, a stable of running backs for the defenders today uh, making plays, and it was just really fun to watch this uh, Dort team as they end up with, uh, and I, w- I was wondering, why can't I find Tompkins on the r- on the run plays, but where's number 13, those double numbers causing us a little problem. Drew Dom right now, two carries for 13 yards, <laughs> but that's that's actually, we'll get that uh, straightened out. yep, we'll get that straightened out after the game, don't have to worry, but uh, yeah, the uh, defenders with a, a good day on offense, uh, as I took a light, take a look at their final numbers, 450 yards of rushing offense, 109 yards passing, Limited Hastings to eight first downs. Limited Hastings to 12 rushing yards officially. Six sacks or seven sacks will uh, bite into that uh, rushing yard total for the Broncos pretty quickly. They completed 15 of 28 passes, did the Broncos for 132 yards. Um, 120 yards, yep. I beg your pardon. So ends up being Dort 563 through the on the air and the ground, and uh, for Hastings, 132 yards of total offense today. Individually for the defenders, Cade McDaniel, 9 of 17 passing, 109 yards, completed three passes to Eli Bolden, one to Hayden Large for 23 yards, Jaden Heisman, two catches for 18, Connor Knopf, one for 17, Uh, Chase Tompkins with one catch for 10 yards, Want to make sure I get that correct. And uh, Anthony Trojan, one catch for eight yards as well. If I remember correctly, that one kept a drive going. Right. Uh, rushing, Anthony Trojan, 14 carries, 117 yards, two scores. Connor Dodd, six carries, 94 net yards, and a touchdown. Nick Wellen, eight carries, 91 net yards, a touchdown. Brendan Piper, nine carries, 56 yards, a touchdown. McCoy, Preston McCoy, seven carries, 43 yards. Caden McDaniel, 8 carries, 30 yards. And Chase Tompkins, 2 carries for 13 yards. For the Broncos, Zamora, 12 of 23 passing for 94 yards. Uh, Brett Simonson, 19 rushes for 48 yards. And it was Ash getting 4 catches for 45 yards for the Broncos. Taking a look at the Dort defense, uh, sacks. Trevor Waringa, sack and a sack assist. Colton Vandenberg, a sack and a sack assist. Drew Dom, Jessup Leakey, Sam Andrews, Ryan Oliveira, each with a a solo sack. And Oliveira and Chase Stowe also credited with a half sack each on an assist. And tackles. Christian ended up with three solo and five assisted stops. Ian McDonald, six solos and one assist. Abe Stace, five solos, one assist, and also had a couple of pass breakups. So the defenders with a 49-7 win, and uh, I don't know much more to add to this one other than um, there was a lot of trepidation going into this contest in terms of uh, Hastings had pretty good stats, it looked like. Uh, Good rush defense. uh, What would you do if they were able to shut down the Dort rushing game? And uh, that never truly seemed to develop. No, it didn't. And, and give credit to both the offensive line play and just offensive scheme. Coach Penner dialing up some different uh, blocking schemes to 
get some room for the running backs, the stable of running backs. How exciting is it to think about uh, this Dort team, both sides of the ball, you know, whether you're talking about who is carrying the ball or who is making sacks, you are listing off a number of different individuals, a lot of individuals, a lot of whom will be back. But to me, you know, last home game of the season, um, senior day, Man, I couldn't be happier for Anthony Trojan to come out and, and play yeah. well, lead the team in rushing, get a couple touchdowns on the ground. Um, it's been just kind of a, a up-and-down year for him, but, boy, he showed up today and did a lot of good things. The other thing I look at is, and you're listening you're listening to and watching the uh, Wireless World postgame show, 22 seniors were recognized before the game began. Two of them are student coaches one of them uh, Carter Skeebout if things broke differently he'd probably still be playing but just couldn't continue because of some health issues so but you've got 22 players that have been here for four or five years that we think that's normal because that's what we see and that is not normal in the world of NAIA football. It, right. it just it's, isn't. It's what we're getting used to here at Dort University, right? right? Um, under the, the Penner regime here, this this coaching staff with, with Joel Penner leading the, leading the charge, uh, they do a great job of recruiting, and so it's not a, a, a team that's dominated by one class in particular. He's got good depth at every – at every age level, and so when you when you start having teams with twenty plus seniors uh, getting recognized on Senior Day, you know that that says a lot about guys that want to stick with the program. Because you mentioned a couple guys that are student coaching yep. and some guys that aren't not necessarily contributing a lot on the field on Saturdays, but those are still the guys that are making a difference in the program and creating a culture that's that's lasting it's it's beyond this year and it's going to be something that uh you know i'm sure we got one more and a tough one going on the road to midland it's gonna be cold uh yeah (laughs) great press box over there i hear though mike yeah thanks (laughs) thanks for that reminder yeah you might uh yeah take your insulated socks but um yeah but you got to be thinking we're going to finish this thing off right next week in fremont um, send these seniors off with a win, um, but also, man, this is just launching you into the off season, which with a lot of excitement, with the dome going up in a week or ten days, and uh, facility-wise, and just everything exciting happening at Dort University, including this team. This team is exciting. A lot of youth, a lot of young guys, some really important uh, upperclassmen returning. Um, Man, it's just a lot to be excited about. Yeah, when we were sitting there at three and three, and uh, it, it, you, you just you are like, either oh, way. yeah, <laughs> it, it, you look at the schedule and it's like, oh, yeah, there we we got games left that you can lose, and at the end of it all, you could be five and five, or you could be four and six, or you could be six and four, and and to be in a position where okay, 
we got seven and three as a real possibility. Going to be a challenge next week at Midland, no doubt about it. I mean, those teams have played some great games over the past five and six years. But to be in this position, I, I've said to the seniors that have come in for some interviews, I've said I, I just appreciate the resiliency that at, at no point was it, yeah, let's just get the year over with. I mean, that can well, settle in really, really easily and quickly. Yeah, and talking to the coaching staff and, and – you know, they just talk about this team as a whole. Uh, you got a group of guys that just love each other, and they're having a they're having fun. They've been having fun all season long, and and that's I I think when you're at that three and three point, it's that group that they're just enjoying each other and enjoying working together and and working towards that goal. That's what's I I think that is what has launched us in a positive direction. And that's why you're getting good results here now on Saturdays. Well, we'll try it again next week at Fremont. Uh, we played some wild games with Midland over the years, and we'll kick it off at uh, 1 o'clock at uh, Midland. And also coming up this week in terms of broadcast, let's see, Tuesday we've got women's basketball against Bellevue. Note the time change there, 7 o'clock. Um, in terms of broadcast, we've got a couple of basketball games next Friday at Northwestern uh, in the afternoon with uh, part of that classic. That'll be on uh, KIHK and the Dort Media Network as well. That's next Friday. So uh, that's what's coming up for this week. And also, uh, once again, uh, congratulations to Nate Wolf and the women's and men's cross-country teams. A pair of dominating performances this, afternoon, or this morning in Jamestown, North Dakota. I'm guessing that they are probably... Uh, Somewhere around Watertown or so, right? <laughs> right. They're making their they're making their way back from the the Great White North. Yep. But yeah, and awesome uh, job by yeah. the cross country teams and the men's soccer team playing on Tuesday night in the GPAC semifinals against a team that they have beaten beat here in Sioux Center. Now they got to go on the road and try to beat Concordia. And boy, if they could get in. <clears throat> Excuse me. If they could get into the GPAC finals with that men's soccer team, a uh, team that was picked to finish 10th in the league, uh, they finished third in the overall standings. So some exciting things happening yet this fall as we transition and we go through crossover season. But uh, uh, it's been uh, it's been a fun home season. We close the book on that, and uh, we wrap up the fall season in all likelihood this coming week with a couple of sports. And, um, yeah, it's been a great fall thus far. You bet. Well, thanks for having me up here again this year, Mike. I've enjoyed it. Uh, obviously, I love watching this Defender football team uh, do work on the field, but it's it's just great to be part of it and uh, be up here with you and uh, enjoying some good f football on Saturday afternoons. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to the offseason, what, what, you know, looking ahead yep. to 2023. Yep. Be here before we know it. Yep. You'd be amazed how many people say, man, we really enjoy listening to Kyle. They never say it to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's because uh, I guarantee. <laughs> hey, I, I've been a part of a lot of different uh, programs and broadcasts. Nobody does it better than Mike Biker. I, uh, right I, don't, I think there are plenty, but uh, thank you for the kind words anyhow, and uh, thank you for your help and insight through the course of the year thus far. So uh, we're going to close it down, and uh, we're going to say good afternoon from Open Space Park. Once again, our final score, the Dort Defenders 49 and the Hastings College Broncos 7. For all of the good folks on the Dort Media Network and at KIHK, good afternoon.